Welcome to episode 35 of the Business in Morocco podcast. Today we're going to be talking about community and the importance of being around like-minded people, no matter what you're trying to do, whether it's being an artist, an entrepreneur, an engineer, a scientist, a student. It's important to be around people that are doing the same things, that can encourage you and help you do problem solving and open up your your knowledge and understanding of the domain that you're working in. But before we get into that, Ryan, let's get an update. What's going on? Yeah, good to see you, man. This past weekend, I had my first Habits for Success workshop, which was fantastic. It's the first time I've organized my own private workshop, and I hosted it at a event space here in Casablanca. I only sold 10 seats. I mean, that was the it was an exclusive group, so the room was was full, and it was wonderful. It was a half-day course. Um, had students connect with me online from a variety of different backgrounds, and it was really good. It was a great opportunity to help people focus on their purpose and choose the habits that will really help them get to the life that they're dreaming of in their future and we talked a lot about the power of habits and then put together a little plan an individual plan that they can then implement in their lives so it was positive I'm gonna do another one um, on November 23rd and it was a good experience for me too. putting the content together it's things that I've taught in a variety of settings but then to, to package it and structure it and I learned a lot about marketing you know I was doing some Facebook ads and I'd never done any ads for lead generation and then messaging people on WhatsApp that I uh, acquired their phone numbers and yeah, good experience. So talk to us from a business perspective. What did you learn about the whole process? The location, customer acquisition, your costs and your revenue. Mm-hmm. What can you share about that? First of all, I'm coming at it from a long-term perspective. So I wasn't expecting to make a great profit this first time because my thought was that as I do this more often I'll become better known for it and I can capitalize on word-of-mouth advertising and I can capture footage of the actual event which then I can use to better my marketing in the future and so I've been working on all of that so but this first one I did want to at least break even and learn from the experience you want me to go like right into numbers specific numbers Whatever you're comfortable. Yeah, so I took in about around 4,000 dirhams for the participants that, that came and paid a deposit and that sort of thing. And then the the location was about 850 or 8 something. Then I bought some snacks, you know, spent a few hundred dirhams on, on snacks and stuff. I probably spent uh, 800 or so on Facebook ads. And that was a learning experience because first what I did is I promoted the event, which didn't generate anything of value. People clicked interested or clicked going, but I don't know if any of those people actually signed up or actually indicated that they really were going to come. So then what I, I did was I canceled that ad and did a lead generation ad, which basically people would fill out their name and their phone number. And then I was contacting them directly and saying, if you want to come, you need to pay. It's not a free event because people were clicking interested, but they hadn't even read the, the information on it. So I wasted a bit of money on that initial ad that got me nowhere. 
And then the other expenses, I'm going to pay taxes, so I'm doing this all legit above the books um, or above the table. So I'll pay my, my TVA on the service offered. Do I have any other costs? There was the, the camera guy that came. So my, my friend that I work with from Zafire Tech that does all my videos on the YouTube channel, he was there, so I'm going to pay him for his time. So probably after all these expenses, I probably came out around you know 1,500 dirhams or so as profit, which, uh, which is a good first round. So I'm going to up the price a little bit. I'm going to not accept deposits because there was one guy who paid, paid a deposit but then never came. Well, either that or I'm going to have someone on standby or I'm going to sell 11 seats for a 10-seat workshop and just count on somebody not coming. But I'll, I'll have to come up with a strategy there to make sure I'm maximizing my, my income. So you had people pay mm-hmm. before the event. Yeah. How did you accept payment? The way that I did it was I sent... Uh, my bank details and then they had to text me a picture of their transfer so in essence they just had to go into their bank or into any Atijari Wafa bank which is who I I bank with and just send me a transfer that way but I'd love to do it more directly and so I'm gonna look into some of these other payment options because I'd love to have it just on my website there's it minimizes my communication but also when someone wants to sign up, they could do it all and have it completed in one shot if there's a payment system on my website. Interesting. Well, good. I look forward to, to hearing how the, the next one goes. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's new? What can you update us on? Well, it's been uh, a few weeks since we've, we've done the podcast like this. The mm-hmm. last two episodes have been uh, interviews of ClickUpArte and Vimo. And the last time we talked, we talked about our failures. So that's it's right. nice that now we're talking about uh, a success that's, yeah. uh, that you've had. I finally, praise the Lord, signed contract for this office that I've been seeking for many months now. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I'm very happy. The office is well situated near Finance City mm-hmm. uh, or the headquarters of Royal Air Maroc. It's a good space. It has good light. Um, it's a mixed-use building, so there's some uh, businesses and some residents. Um, but it's very close to my house. I can walk, so I don't ever have to deal with traffic jams or cars or parking or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I've already hired a general contractor to do some upgrades to uh, the office. So things take time I'm hoping they don't take too long but Mm -hmm. my goal is to have the office in full functioning by the end of the month that was the original goal Mm -hmm. I think that it probably will bleed into the middle of November before everything is situated the way I want and it's fully operational so you have the keys right now it's your place I do I have the keys and in fact the contractor I think he's over there working right now so um, there are a few things that need to be done in the bathroom and the kitchen and I'm building some desks and, and some other things, partitions mm-hmm. uh, for the office to, to kind of segregate the spaces. Uh, but very excited to uh, get that started. And on the topic of today, which is the, the importance of community mm-hmm. and being around people that are doing the same things, Uh, One of the things that I'm going to do out of this office is start a club 
for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh, here in Casablanca. So announcing that now, but there'll be uh, more details to come. I think we'll be meeting, we'll probably start out meeting every other week, so twice a month, and we'll see what kind of interest and participation we get and maybe go to once a month. And the goal will be sort of a mastermind to bring together auto entrepreneurs, small business owners, to get in the same room to talk about things and to learn. We'll have guest speakers, we'll have classes and trainings, maybe on seven habits, English classes, business classes, to do exactly what you described in your opening, which was you shared with us what you learned mm -hmm. about doing a class. Yeah. So now everyone should know that promoting an event on Facebook, eh, maybe it's not such a great idea. And maybe you should try something else first yeah. before you spend money promoting an event on Facebook. It's learning from things like that. Yeah. You had a pretty good experience accepting payments through bank transfer. Yeah. So that could be someone that someone else tries. The whole point of being in a club or being in a group is to learn from one another, to learn from mistakes, to get best practices, and to have the community of encouragement. Because being an entrepreneur, it's not normal. Yeah. What's normal around the world, and, and here in Morocco too, is being an employee. You go to school, you get your diplomas, you get your degrees, and then you go work for a big company and get a salary. You get en enrolled in CNSS and you get your paycheck and you get told what to do. Mm -hmm. Being an entrepreneur is completely different. No one's telling you what to do. No one's telling you to get up in the morning or what to work on. And so there's going to be a natural resistance to succeeding as an entrepreneur because a lot of it is all on you. Mm -hmm. But if you have the encouragement of other entrepreneurs and you have the community and the environment, it can be helpful not only in avoiding mistakes that others have made, but people can help you problem solve. They can open up your network. Mm -hmm. For example, let's say you were in a club of 20 other people that were doing the same thing you were. And it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. Maybe it's an artist or a musician or um, soccer club, for mm -hmm. example. You get better at soccer by being around other people that play soccer, right? It's the same principle. Mm -hmm. But let's say you had a, a group of 20 people and you were all in the same club, but it was from a diverse backgrounds and skill sets. To the degree that you know these people and you understand what they're capable of doing, when you look at the world, you are going to be able to solve more problems in your own mind. Because say, oh, I know a, a carpenter, and I know a musician, and I know an electrician, and a plumber, and a marketing specialist, and a computer programmer. Yeah. And I know someone who takes great photos and video, mm -hmm. and I know someone who edits it. Suddenly, when you're confronted with problems in the world, you can see solutions mm -hmm. simply based on the number of people that you know. Right. Yeah, it reminds me of that there was a, a really famous game show on television called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And one of the options was phone a friend. And the more friends you have to call, 
the better options that you have. So the basic premise was when you came across a question that you didn't know the answer to, you could call somebody and ask them that question. That was one of the options you had. Now, the more friends that you have, then the more areas of expertise that you can tap into. And so when you face a, a challenge, you think, I don't know how to solve this, but I would suspect this person does because this is their field and this is their niche. And so those relationships can be a huge asset to you, a huge value. It's true around the world and it's true in Morocco that who you know is very important, mm -hmm. that having good relationships and warm introductions is very important. And oftentimes, we don't have the money personally to start a business that we want to start or to make an investment. And But there are other people that have money, angel investors, people that uh, fund businesses and projects. Mm -hmm. So the more people you know, the more people that are available to help you in your business, whether it's with money or with equipment or with expertise. Yeah. That's the reason that I'm starting this um, this club. There are other things that exist. There, There's an incubator called H7. There's an incubator being started by BMCE Bank to uh, help entrepreneurs to create an environment that is conducive to growth and innovation. There are co-working spaces mm -hmm. here in Morocco where you can go and work alongside other people and, and discuss ideas and talk about problems and solutions um, and really just be in an, an environment that's motivating where you don't feel like you're all alone. Um, you know, we talk about our business ideas all the time, not only on the podcast, but, but privately. And uh, for me, it's been very helpful. And I have other friends as well that I talk to. And it's, it's nice to be around people that you can see pursuing their, their dreams and their passions and, and overcoming challenges mm -hmm. and understanding that, that there are problems that are common to all of us yeah. and that you're not the only one and that you, if you just persist and endure, you can, can overcome these challenges. Yeah, this, this connects with what I shared at the beginning. You know, I experienced a level of success with the workshop I did this past weekend, but that probably wouldn't have happened without the advice of some others. Yourself, related to how I should structure the course, and you have an experience from running a business English course, and we chatted last time you were here, and you gave me your experience and what you learned from that. And then I have another friend, Ayub Rehan, who I did a YouTube video with about LinkedIn. And he told me, bro, you've got to collect deposits. Don't reserve somebody's seat unless they show you the money because a lot of people will say they're coming and then they won't come. And so it was upon his insistence that I wouldn't let anybody say, like I wouldn't reserve their spot until they'd sent some money. And when I talked to him about how frustrating it was about the Facebook event, he said, well, yeah, that's what everybody just clicks interested because they're interested, but you need to do lead gen instead. And so those pieces of advice, those others around me who had more knowledge and who had tried things that I'd never tried, were able to really make a difference, were able to guide me. So I didn't have to make as many mistakes. I was saved from some mistakes by those who had gone before me. Today's episode is brought to you by CIST British Education. 
For 18 years, CIST has been delivering a British curriculum in Morocco and awarding bachelor's, master's, and MBA degrees from Cardiff Metropolitan University in the UK. CIST is a unique higher education institute which operates completely in English, with locations in Casablanca, Rabat, Tangier, and Marrakesh. CIS students are privileged to receive British education and degrees with worldwide recognition, in addition to accreditation through the Moroccan government. CIST has set a vision to recruit and train top students to be world-class business graduates. I've been teaching at CIST for three years now and highly recommend it. Check out CIST British Education at www.sist.ac.ma and choose the CIST experience. Now back to the show. That's another great benefit of being in a group is is not having to make the same mistakes Mm -hmm. as other people. Our listeners and the people that are going to join this club they will be able to benefit from all of the mistakes that I've made. And I will be able to help them avoid them in the past. Um, (laughs) For example, here's one. Let's say you're trying to sell a client and you want them to be a client and you're going to do a service for them that's ongoing or one time. If you're a male like me, a man, and the client is a potential female, I would advise you to make sure that that woman's spouse is happy with the situation and in favor of it Hmm. because I just lost a client who she was a woman and she did not tell me this but when we started the work she was essentially starting the work in opposition to her husband's wishes Hmm. meaning he was not happy with the relationship and she was he was not happy with her doing the kind of work that we were going to do I got started, I did all of this work, and my business model is a long-term relationship. Yeah. So if the if the relationship doesn't last six months, then I lose money. And you don't see the results, right? Right, and you don't see the results. So I have a negative referral, and I lose money. And after one month, she came and said, look, um, we, have to, we have to cancel because my husband is very against this. So how would you overcome that challenge? Would you insist on having a meeting with the both of them or would you just ask questions to find out how involved is your partner, your spouse in this business? Especially when you're dealing with men and women relationships, it's important to know and to get the the buy-in of of both people. But this doesn't just, it's not just important just for marriages. If there are other interested parties Mm -hmm. or if you have business partners, you can't just sign a deal with one of them. You have to make sure that everyone is in agreement. I would ask questions and not make the mistake of of signing up an agreement that won't last. Okay. So you're f- basically your filtering process is becoming more robust as you run into yes. these these challenges. I'm yeah. defining my ideal and likely buyer. Yeah. And it's getting narrower and narrower. <laughs> but that's going to increase your success rate. Right. So right. Yeah, there's there's no sense in in targeting a whole bunch of people who won't actually be good customers for you. If as long as the the niche and the target customer there's still enough for you to have a profitable business, then great, it's going to increase the returns on your marketing efforts. Yeah, one of the other ways that you can be 
in community is to be in what's called a mastermind. And typically these look like three to five people. Four is probably a good number. Uh, meeting regularly, meaning two times a month, once a week sometimes, mm-hmm. for accountability. Each member of the group shares what they're doing and what they're going to do the next week. And then the group holds them accountable the next week for whether or not they did it. Yeah. And when you're an independent worker or an entrepreneur, you need that kind of accountability. It's surprising how powerful it can be of a motivator if I tell you, Ryan, hey, Ryan, this is what I'm going to do this week. Yeah. And I know in my own mind that next week you're going to ask me, yeah. what did you do? That can be incredibly powerful. I mean, I've experienced this because we did a whole podcast on our 2019 goals for the last quarter, the last third of the year. And I think about that often because we've put it out there. Here's my ambitions. Here's what I'm hoping to accomplish. And so that that motivates me when I think of, oh, you know what? This isn't working. And with the workshop I just did, I had a crisis moment where I had four people signed up and there was, you know, 10 or 12 days to go. And I was thinking, what have I done? This is going to be an utter failure. And I really considered just throwing in the towel. But I realized if I do that, then I'm never going to have the guts to try it again. I've, I've already tried it. I've booked a place. I've put it out there. I need to see this through. Instead of looking at quitting, I need to look, how do I ramp up my efforts or make them more effective in this last time? But that accountability really pushed me to not quit. Well, you knew I was going to ask you, too, on the podcast. Yeah, of course. This this podcast is sort of a community as well. Yeah. We have a community of listeners, people who make comments and um, are listening and downloading the shows every week. And when we say things on this show, we know that we're going to have to give an update yeah. at some point um, just to be honest and, and to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a good motivator. Yeah. I wanted to return to one thing you said, which was that often it's who you know can be more important than what you know. And I work with a lot of young people in the classes I teach, and this can often come across as a complaint. Oh, you know, Morocco, you got to know people. You got to be connected in order to have opportunities, in order to get a good position, in order to get hired in companies, in order to get your CV put to the top of the pile. And even if it's valid, Even if it's true that there is a lot of nepotism, there is a lot of relational favor that's granted, it can be also viewed as a motivator. So if that's true and you're a first-year university student and you know my parents aren't that well-connected, I don't have neighbors that are running businesses that are just going to offer me a job because I grew up with their kids, then you need to take action. You need to be proactive and you need to know people. You need to get to know people. You have to intentionally build your network. If it's not going to be handed to you from generations above you, then you've got to make it yourself. And so the club you're describing is the type of thing that I'm talking about, where you go out and seek like-minded people and people that are going to push you, people that you're going to learn from, people that you can benefit and that will benefit you. Another great benefit to being in a group like this, and I'm about to describe the type of person that will succeed in a group like this. You join the group, you make good, strong relationships with people, you're honest, you're straightforward, you're reliable, and you offer value to people, you offer help, you're engaged with people, you're interested in them, you want to help them, you're available. 
that person is going to succeed in a group like this. And they're going to become known in the group as someone who is friendly, gets along well with people, helpful, reliable. That person, it doesn't matter where you've come from, it doesn't matter what your education is, that person is going to succeed. It is absolutely true that not everyone starts on the same footing in this world. Mm -hmm. Certainly not in Morocco, nowhere in the world. There are different levels of education, language, income, experience, all of that. Mm -hmm. But all of these things can be overcome through hard work and discipline. Yeah. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, with my contractor yesterday, we bought some wood and we needed to get it up to the to the quatrième étage, and it was too big for the elevator. Okay. And after three trips, we we said to ourselves. This is not for us. There's got to be a better way. We need to hire some people. So I went to the guardian and I said, I need two guys and this is the work. And the guardian knew immediately who he would recommend. He had two names in his mind. He knew exactly who to go to. He went out on the street. He called them over. They came in and they did the work in less than an hour, happily, and much quicker and more efficient than, than I could have done it with my, with my partner. Mm-hmm. That's who you want to be. Right. When someone asks, I have a need, you want to be in the front of the mind of as many people as possible. And that is the reason that you join these types of groups. Yeah. Is so that when people go out into the world and they are confronted with a problem, that they think of you as the solution. And so, again, that's one of the reasons I'm starting this club. There's going to be minimum requirements. You either have had to have started a sorrow, your own small business. You need to be working for a startup. You need to be either have your auto entrepreneur card or you need to have submitted your application. So you need to demonstrate uh, seriousness. You have to demonstrate commitment to pursuing your goals and being a valuable part of the community. But other than that, those are the basic criteria. Now, much of the conversation will be in English, but there will also be conversation and training in French as well. Mm -hmm. And of course, in one-to-one conversations, you can speak whatever language you like. But these are the basic foundations of the club. Entrepreneur, doing business, taking steps, serious steps to start your business, um, and having at least a functional level of, of English or French. Yeah. So when when is this going to start? I'm going to start promoting it as soon as the office is ready to hold events to, to handle the people. So the desks, the chairs, the lighting, the the facilities, the, the ability to to manage. I think I'm going to have about 15 to 20 members of this club. Yeah. So as soon as the office is ready to handle events of about 15 to 20 people, then uh, I will be opening it up. I'll probably be doing some some promotions, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll probably build a website and start engaging people, a list of people uh, who are interested to sign up yeah. for your interest, because it's going to be first come, first serve on the list. I'll probably invite around 20, 25 people to begin with, and then we'll see how the group develops from there. So we're recording this in early October, but for someone who's listening to this in the future, where could they go for more information? MoroccoPodcast.com? Yeah, we'll have a link on MoroccoPodcast.com to the, um, 
it's either going to be uh, Club des Entrepreneurs uh, de Casablanca or it'll be the Entrepreneurs Club of Casablanca. There'll okay. be a link on the on the Morocco podcast uh, website to, to that club. And once we're full, if we have a, a full club that's not accepting new members, we'll think about starting a second club or uh, a second meeting because the, the goal is to grow the community and grow the opportunities for people to uh, help each other, to help the community of entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited. You've been listening to the Business in Morocco podcast. My name is Ryan Kirk, here with my co-host, Ryan Maimon. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download our entire library of podcasts on our website, moroccopodcast.com, where you'll also find extra resources related to each episode in the show notes, including a transcript of the show. If you've got a question or topic you think we should cover on the podcast, fill out the form on moroccopodcast.com or email us at ryan at moroccopodcast.com and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Our theme music is Lovely Day by Bill Withers, used under Creative Commons, and we hope you'll have a lovely day doing business in Morocco. We'll see you next time.